Gentlemen, welcome to the Be The Man podcast. I'm your host, Greg Denning. I'm the creator and coach inside the Be The Man masterclass and tribe. Fellas, I get so excited, uh, kind of I geek out about it, and it, it makes me almost giddy like a kid when I think about opportunities to improve myself, to take classes and courses, to find mentors and coaches and expand in areas of my life particularly, well, I'm passionate about it, but it makes me more useful, more capable. And I wanted to talk about this today because I'm sure you felt that before, but maybe for some of you, maybe you feel it right now and you're, you're right in the middle of it. You're excited about it and you're green and you're growing. Some of you may have lost that. And I know there's been times in my life when I lost it, right? When it kind of dies down and that flame gets down to a little bit of a, a flicker and it gets doused. And, and very often, fellas, what douses it, right? We have this flame inside of us. And I think we're all born this way. I think it's a divine spark that we want to be better. We want to make things better. We want to make the most of ourselves. We all have this innate desire to chase down our potential. But we pour some kind of liquid on that flame and put it out and, and put out the, the light and the fire and the spark that's in there, that excitement for life, sometimes literally with, with alcohol or some other form of addiction, pornography does that. And uh, well, even screen time does it or just assuaging it, or just too many movies and video games, anything that's a facade or a, a fake, a phony, anything, any form of buffering or numbing or any kind of avoidance patterns. Or just getting too busy or too distracted or just kind of existing, floating along through life and not really being alive. It just kind of kills that, that divine spark we have in us. But we can bring it back. At any moment, we can bring it back. And today I was working on it. I've been working on it for weeks now. and just been in this, this high of chasing improvement and in growth. And I want to talk about today and invite all of us to stay in a high for growth and improvement and progress for chasing mastery. And it'll be in different things and maybe different phases of life, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. It may look a little different. But I think for the most part, the majority of our lives, we can be in this high, this high state of chasing greatness and improvement. In things that we love and things that are useful and things that are beneficial to mankind. It's, it's what brings us real happiness and meaning. In fact, I read uh, earlier today, I read this quote by Tolstoy and he was like, you know, I, I've experienced a lot of things in life. And one of the things that brings me the most happiness is doing something that provides good to other people, especially if they're not used to having somebody do good for them or, you know, towards them, offering them something that's good and beneficial for their life. And I thought about that and how, <clears throat> excuse me, how fulfilling and meaningful it is to be a useful human being and to create something of value or worth. And maybe, maybe you're one of those guys that you kind of do it naturally. Maybe it's your way of being. Maybe you grew up in a family like that. <coughs> excuse me, fellas. <coughs> oh, man. <coughs> Oh, my voice has been struggling for the last few days. Maybe it's been hard for you. Maybe that doesn't come naturally. Maybe you weren't raised that way and it's a struggle. 
And so you have to exercise more discipline and more self-control and, and actually proactively look for ways to contribute. But either way, I want to invite you to make this more of how you do life, your way of being. The first place it has to begin is with desire. And we have to feed desire. Desire will grow on what it's fed. And some of our desires are being starved. In fact, some of our less lower state desires should be starved. We should be starving those things out. We need to be constantly educating and refining our desires. You can't just any, any and every desire that just comes through your psyche is not worth your attention. Some of them won't add real value to your life or to the people around you. And so those desires need to deliberately be starved. And then the good desires need to be fed. And one of the best ways to feed them is with proximity. And the lie of proximity is that when you get close to things, your desire to be a part of it grows exponentially. Maybe you've experienced this. I, I, I experience it in almost everything I do. When I, when I go to the martial arts gym, man, I'm in there. I want to be one of the best in the world. I want to become a ninja, man. I'm around those guys and around the guy I trained Krav Maga with, who I interviewed earlier in this podcast, um, Todd Droji, you, you should, uh, you should listen to that episode. If you haven't, he was a three-time world champion. He is now a grandmaster. When I'm around him, oh, I want to be, I want to be so much better in martial arts. When I go to work out at the gym, I want to be big. I want to be, I want to be fit, right? I want to be ripped. <clears throat> when I go play, I went and played volleyball with my daughter last night. When I'm on the volleyball court, I have this desire, this drive to be really great at it, increase my vertical jump, to play hard and hit hard and do well. Um, I'm, I'm going to build a phenomenal uh, professional grade sand volleyball court at our, at our estate, at our retreat center over in Europe. So excited for that. Already created all the plans, have everything built out for that. It's going to be amazing. Hope you guys come over and play some sand volleyball with me. But when I go mountain biking. I want to be in better shape. I want to have a great bike. I want to be fit and fast when I'm with people who are very well read. Uh, I want to, I want to read more. I want to understand more. And, and this is kind of this thing I'm doing all the time. It, it's just a part of my life. And I've, I've deliberately incorporated this into my life where I'm surrounded by people and places and things that inspire me and uplift me. And our dream place that Rachel and I are consistently building and crafting. <clears throat> we don't have the exact location yet, but it's going to be this perfect center of learning. It'll, it'll have everything inside and out in the house, outside of the house, from the grounds to, to the kitchen, to the library, everything about it will be inspiring and uplifting and edifying and be built for improvement and education for refining and expanding the capability of, of a human being of life. And it'll be for ourselves, for friends and family and clients who come, it'll be for our kids and our grandkids. And you can start with, you start by doing that in, in your own bedroom and making your bedroom inspiring and your, your own office, making that inspiring, uplifting and, and surround yourself with the things that lift you and build you and excite you because the law of proximity plays out in that. Now, if your law of proximity is hanging around dudes that like, don't do anything. They're not going anywhere in life. They don't have any goals. They sit around just talking about what they're watching. <clears throat> Even though like watching sports isn't bad, but years ago I stopped watching sports because I said, you know, if sports are going to be in life, it's going to be because I'm going to be playing sports. 
So for me, I have a personal commitment to play way more sports than I ever watch because watching, although fun and exciting and, and, and it was great, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't adding a ton of value to my life. I thought, man, if I'm going to spend any time away from my family or disengaged, I'm going to do it like playing sports. That's just one example, but I'm definitely not going to be, I'm not going to be playing video games. I'm going to be watching mindless TV or stupid things. I'm not just going to be scrolling or online without a purpose or a plan. And I did that strategically with all my life. And so I went through, and, and this is an invitation for you as well. Just go through your life and say, what, what do I want to bring into my life? How do I want to use strategically and intentionally the law of proximity? Who do I want close to me? And who do I want to be around frequently and often? Who or what needs to get out of my life and go away because it's making me lazy or angry or bitter or indifferent or apathetic or nihilistic. Maybe you're, you're, you're consuming some kind of content or, or watching something, listening to something that, that isn't edifying. And by the way, thank you for listening to this. And it says a lot about you that you're here listening to this because it's the kind of the, the caliber of man that's going to listen to a podcast about being a better man. It's totally different than like, let's just talk about whatever, right? Or all kinds of garbage or filth or trash or just do whatever you want, all kinds of whatever junk. Like, you know, there's so much out there. It's just like talking about entertaining yourself to death. Where here we're going to talk about how we can make the most of ourselves so that we can make a positive difference in the world and be a great force for good. So kudos to you and honor for, for being here and listening and or watching this. So what are you going to bring into your life and make a list of this and set some goals. Maybe it goes on a list or on a vision board and you start writing down the people and the things that you want in your life and how often and what you're going to do to make that happen. So there's, there's going to be three major pieces, at least three. One is making sure you have a budget for it. When Rachel and I got married, we, we spent money on books and then if there was money left over, we, we paid the bills, right? We, and, and, and entertainment was at the very, very, very bottom list. Now we have fun. We're not, we're not just boring. Like, Oh, life's a drudge and it's all work. Like we have a blast. Life is so, so fun for us. We're having adventures all the time doing epic stuff, but man, we have prioritized education from before we got married. We were each investing in books and, and courses and improvement and classes, always seeking for ways to improve. So make sure a part of your budget is set aside for that. Um, I've heard percentages, but you can come up with a percentage. Maybe, maybe it's as much as five or 10 or 15 or even 20% of your budget and your income is towards investing in yourself. You are the very best investment you can ever make in life. Number one, invest in yourself. Just for a side note, number two, invest in your business. And number three, get into investments in real estate and the stock market, but do it at the right timing. There is a timing for all of that. And it seems like at the time of this recording that both the stock market and the real estate market are high. And uh, I'm not a profit here, but it seems like they'll be coming down in the near future, which will present some great opportunities for investing. But make sure you set aside money specifically for growth and improvement. And Look at your budgets. You know, some of you might be like, well, I don't have any money for that. Oh, we don't have a budget for that. Well, where's it going? Some of you might be spending lots of money on entertainment and stuff and things and junk and just wasted money where that should be diverted into books and classes and courses and investing in coaching and improving yourself. Number two, schedule it. It's got to get on schedule. Fellas, if it doesn't, if it doesn't get scheduled, it usually doesn't get done. And so my invitation to you is 
if you were to show me your calendar right now, does your schedule and your calendar reflect your commitment to growth and improvement? Are you excited about what's on your calendar to level up? So for the next several months, my calendar is already dialed in and it has huge, demanding, exciting growth and improvement on there. I'm really leveling up. Today, um, I, I even scheduled some more with some super, super high-speed training that I'm going to get. And one of the things I love is, is medicine, emergency medicine, and being a useful human being so I can help out. There's been so many instances, and I've told a lot of stories on the Extraordinary Family Life podcast, lots and lots of stories and examples where I was the first one there or the only one there who was able to really help make a difference. And, and I love that. I value that. I want to be a useful human being. So high, uh, high medical training, advanced medical training is exciting to me. And I am investing that, spending time in that. I did, I did some of it a few weeks ago. Um, just coordinated that today to go at the next level, even higher level. And I'm excited about that. And I want to go out and do humanitarian work around the world and disaster relief. And so I'm training for that and rescue training. And then of course, I'm always training in, in personal protection so that I can be an asset to protect myself and my family and others who may need it. And hopefully I never have to use that, but I want to have the skills in case I do. Those are some things I just geek out about. I get so excited about protection training and medical training and rescue training, but I also get excited about rock climbing and rappelling and mountaineering and mountain biking and music and, and art and all these great things. And I think of so many examples of great people in my life. And the podcast, I just recorded a podcast. It's coming out. It's the next episode about a gentleman who was absolutely committed to being the best physical therapist he could be. And he became, I think, one of the best in the country, if not the world. And you're going to love that podcast. It's incredible. But he was absolutely committed to understanding his craft. And when he got into it deep, he's like, man, this needs to be better. And so he didn't he didn't just stop there and say, man, this should all be done better. He kept going. He didn't accept the status quo. He actually created some resources and tools to take it to the next level. I'm also going to have another guest on who I just signed up with today. You're gonna, that episode is going to be amazing where he is. He's just, just all around. The guy's a weapon uh, for, for protection, but he's also a master of uh, medical, emergency medical, just down down to the, you know, the most important skills for helping somebody in emergency situation in austere environments. And we're going to have him on the show. So does your schedule reflect your commitment to growth? I hope so. And then the third piece is to seek out the best mentors. And, and I was just kind of illustrating that, you know, I, I'm, I'm learning Krav Maga from a grand master. Right? He was a third, three-time world champion, uh, ninth degree black belt, and then became a grandmaster, uh, you know, and seeking him out, seeking from the best and seeking out my friend that I was just telling you about for more medical training. Seek out what, whatever, whatever area of life you want to improve in, seek out and invest in a mentorship and coaching from some of the best. And, and like, it's worth uh, repeating here things I've said before. Gentlemen, don't accept advice. Don't seek advice from people who are not living a life that you want to live. It seems like it'd be common sense, but it's not. It's definitely not common practice. I mean, people jump online and seek advice from whoever, 
or they they take advice, accept advice from people who, you know, if you don't want to be like that person, man, don't don't take their advice, right? And so seek out the best. Find the guys who who have the results or who are on their way to getting those results, who are trying to do things with excellence and integrity, whatever it is you want to go into. I have a friend uh, from Costa Rica. He was just a genuinely great artist. I always loved, he had his unique style and he was just a really great painter and artist. Uh, he got into shaping and making uh, surfboards and wanted to do that with excellence. He just had a love for it. And then there were surfers. I met surfers who they, they just loved it. They just had this passion for it, this love. It was like this, this relationship with surfing and they wanted to get it just, just right. And it might be with sports or being a musician or just being a world-class dad or a husband. You know, what if you sought that out and invested, consistently invested in being a, a best friend and a lover and a provider and a protector for your wife and your children? What if you dove into deep into being an educator for your kids or for others, for that matter, to being a teacher or a speaker? In fact, I just last week was talking to two of the best and busiest public speakers in this country, right? They have mastered their craft and they've sought after it with excellence. They're amazing. Hopefully I can get them on the show too. So whatever it is you want to be great at, and there, there it should be several things actually. And that's, I love this. So my schedule reflects that where I've got courses and classes that I'm doing regularly. And so you can look at my you know, my regular weekly schedule and you're seeing the classes and courses I'm doing, you can look in my Amazon card or my Audible account. In our Audible account, we have close to like 650 books now. And our Amazon cart, we are constantly buying books. I just bought, I think, seven or eight more today. And you can look at the books that my wife and I are buying and the books we're getting for the kids. We're planning on taking the kids to Norway for Christmas. That's where they wanted to go. And so you see all the books we have right now around our kitchen table in our kitchen where we do our family devotionals. They're all books on, on Norse, North mythology, Norse mythology and Viking history, right? Love this stuff and, and reading it together as a family. And then we're watching videos and trying to learn everything we can. And then uh, Rachel and I were digging in just this morning, just the two of us, our own kind of personal journey of education and, and digging in deep, 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 deep into the great debate and the great discussion and the great conversation is called. If you don't know how it is, look it up. And looking at the, the most difficult and challenging classics and reading them in order because each book influenced the following book through history. And in order to really understand a piece of literature, you have to understand what was read, you know, 30 years before and 30 years after to really get a grasp on, on what, how it influenced uh, society at the time. And so we jumped on and bought, oh man, I actually bought a lot of books today because <laughs> I forgot about that. I bought several of those books as well, of those great classics. And for me, if a book is worth reading, it's worth owning. And if it's worth owning, it's worth getting a really good quality. And so I like, I like to get them uh, at least hardbound, if not in leather. And so I searched through that. The other books I bought today were, were tactical, informational books. I even bought like the Bible of emergency medicine, pre-hospital emergency medicine, 
right? This, this, that's not an entertaining, fluffy book. That's not some fancy novel. It's a legit, huge medical textbook. And that thing is going to be my Bible and my best friend for a long time here as I'm marking up referencing because I want to be a useful man. And emergency medicine is one of those things because there's so many opportunities. Also, because I love to travel and I love to be in the wilderness. And there's times where you're far, you're far from hospitals or doctors or help. And there are situations where help is not coming. And you got to figure out how to take care of it. And if there were ever times, you know, big natural disasters or, or chaotic times in, in society and nature, there's going to be times when, when hospitals or doctors or EMS is just completely overwhelmed. And man, I want to have the skills when, if, if that ever happens, I hope it doesn't, but I want to have them. So seek out the best mentors, uh, find courses. This is what's awesome, man. What a time, what an incredible time we live in where there's so much, even on YouTube, there's, there's incredible resources, but the best leaders and thinkers and the best experts are now putting their stuff in their books and on their own courses. And it's available and sometimes for very, very cheap. And we just have to dedicate and set aside time. So again, looking back at your calendar, your schedule, are you willing to set aside? Maybe you do it like 30 minutes a day or follow it, or you just say, you know what, I'm taking off a day of work here. And this uh, Saturday, so I'm doing a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'm digging in deep to a specific skill or a knowledge base. Maybe you just have a stack of books on your nightstand or in your office or right next to your chair. And you're just going to plug through those books one after another, building on each other, whatever it is. I just want to be a well-rounded, fully educated, fully skilled man. I want to have incredible mindset, heart set, and skill set. I want to study from the best books of all time. And not, not that the goal is to get through the book, but to get the book through me. And I want to keep going in those deeper and deeper levels of education. And in fact, this made me think of another guy I want to have on the show. I'm going to make a note of that and get him on the show because he is a deep thinker and deeply educated. He and I were walking <clears throat> in the wilderness, went hiking. He's, he's actually, okay, here's a perfect example. He's a perfect example of this because he is a loves, loves, love canyoneering, right? And he's really, really good at it. And so he and I went and did some big slot canyons, big famous slot canyons on our, on our men's trip recently. He was there with us, just a great human being and really good at that. He loves being out in, in the outdoors and doing challenging uh, canyons, but he's also extremely well-read. One of the, one of the most well-read, well-read men that I know. And he and I, while we were hiking in the wilderness, kind of by ourselves for hours, we're talking about Aristotle and some of the great and early philosophers and thinkers. And man, I'm going to have him on the show to, to talk through that. And kind of, I think I want to repeat that conversation he and I had in the Canyon here on the show. So you can get a depth of, of his understanding and, and his whole big picture on well, government and society. So anyways, that's exciting. A little, little tangent, uh, get excited, but I'm going to, I'll reach out to him to have him on. So go through your whole life and address your mind and your education, uh, your mindset, uh, educate your emotions and get books and classes and experiences to, to work on your emotions. That could include anything from a, a silent retreat somewhere. They do silent retreats in Southeast Asia. They do them everywhere, but they're pretty well known in Southeast Asia. And where you go and you just, you are in silence for days, 
no talking, no interacting with others, no writing, no listening to anything, just silence. So you, you, you touch into your inner self. It also brings up the spirit, right? What are you doing to address your soul? Does, is that reflected in your budget and your schedule? Are you addressing your spirituality? Are you spending time? And this isn't just going to church. It's like, what are you doing to address your, your own spirituality and your growth and development as a spiritual being? And then for your body, are you regularly working out? Do you have trainers? Do you have coaches, <clears throat> dietitians? Are you, are you reading about health and diet and fitness? Um, are you investing in you know, races? I did some races this year. I have some more coming up. Uh, we're going to do some big mountains again. And, and again, like it's, it's reflecting adventure and fun, but also growth and improvement, new challenges. So I'm always staying alive and growing and improving. And I get so excited about this. This is what's possible, fellas. It's so awesome. I hope you, I hope you get excited about that. I hope you let it get excited. I hope this listening to this is kind of fueling that fire. And then I hope you'll nourish it. I hope you'll dump fuel all over it on this fire to be better at whatever it is you want to be better at. Some, something that, I don't know, some spark you've had, some desire you've had for years, and you just never did anything about it. Pursue it. Maybe it was something you were great at, but you kind of let it go. Maybe it was languages. Maybe you used to speak great languages. Now it's gotten rusty. You used to play an instrument or you used to be in great shape and you kind of lost that. Or you were way better at some specific skill or craft or even at work and you kind of let it slide. Bring it back. Put some fuel on the fire. Put it in your budget. Put it in your schedule. Seek out the best mentors. Reach out. Get, get their resources. Get, do whatever you have to do so you keep getting better and do it all without getting way out of balance in your life. So you keep up your relationship with your, your wife and with each of your children and you still show up at work and do a phenomenal job and you're helping out and leading in your community. So maybe it's leadership skills. Maybe it's speaking skills. Maybe you've had this desire to always speak, but you've been afraid to do it. This is the time to turn that on and turn up that excitement, turn up that desire. Desire is the, is the being point of all achievement. Napoleon Hill said something like that. And so we have to, we have to really want it and, and seek in and be like, why? What, what is it you want to do and why do you want to do it? Some of you are going to want to help with, with poverty. Some of you are going to want to preserve nature and the earth and the planet or help with animals. Some of you want to work with, with orphans or one of my deep, deep passions where I want to work is in ending and fighting against human trafficking. That just should not be happening on our watch, fellas. And I actually want to extend a personal invitation to all of you listening to somehow get involved in stopping that. It has just grown way out of control. And innocent little children and women and men and boys are being abused as slaves in horrible ways, often being raped five to 10 times per night and starting as young as three years old. That should not be happening at all on our planet in this time, in our country, in whatever country you're listening. And we need to put a stop to that. So whether you're donating to organizations that are out fighting that, or somehow you participate or just share awareness, some, some way 
I want to invite you personally to get involved in that one. I know you're going to have your, your pursuits and your things you're chasing, but there's got to be more we can do. I'm getting involved in that at, and hopefully at the highest level of what I can do to help put a stop to that. It's just, it's, it's got to end. So fit that in. Remember the law of proximity. Get around the people and the things that inspire you. Feel If you want, really want to get great at something, then strategically set up a plan for proximity, right? Your proximity plan. So if I want to get significantly in better shape, I'm going to start hanging out with people that are in better shape. I'm going to join teams or leagues or clubs where the people are in great shape and where I like to be, right? If, if you really like playing soccer or basketball and that's the best way to do cardio for you, man, sign up, <laughs> go do whatever you got to do, go wherever you need to go get around that thing that you like doing that you're most likely to do. That's the key. That's the ticket is do the things you're most likely to do. And, and fellas don't, gosh, I, I'm just not even sure how to articulate this with enough emphasis. Don't just exist gentlemen. Don't just go through life in a blah. It's just this mere existence of working to pay the bills because you're settling for way less than you could have. Don't acquiesce. Don't give in. Don't just tell yourself stories that aren't true and make up excuses why you can't enjoy your life. And, and no joke, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating here. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making up some kind of story. I genuinely am so excited to be alive. I'm excited to wake up in the mornings. I'm excited to chase greatness and pursue excellence to get on the path of mastery and become really good at several things. It lights me up, man. And we should all go through life lit up. So find the things that light you up, that make you excited, that get you up. Because when you change that state, when you're in an excited state and you want to improve, you want to grow, you want to do something, it's a world of difference than, oh, I have to do this, or, oh, man, I should do it. It's my duty, Ugh. right? Totally different state, totally different engagement, totally different outcomes. And so get involved in things that are good and edifying and helpful and make you more capable and more useful. Some noble aim where you're doing good in the world. And, and just offering something beautiful to humanity where you're becoming a great force for good. And find the things that light you up, that excite you, and go chase them. And fuel that fire so that you're going around. People are like, man, what, <laughs> what is that guy on? I've literally, people have literally asked me if I take drugs. And they're like, man, what do you, what do you take? Like, seriously, how, how do you have so much energy and so much excitement? How can you just go, go, go? Your heart adventures or travel. And, and here you are just smiling and up and energized and awake and going. How can you do this? Well, like, seriously, do you take something? And, and the only drug I'm getting <clears throat> is the drug that I produce in my own head because I'm so excited to be alive and to strive wholeheartedly and vigorously to be the best version of myself. Whoa, man, I love this stuff. Okay, fellas. So make sure you have a budget for it. If you need to earn some more money, do it. If you've been spending your money on something else, shift the money around. Invest in yourself, set up a budget. Make sure, sure your schedule reflects your skill development. Seek out the best mentors, 
fuel the desire that you have to be better in whatever area of life. And you just think through it, little mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, social, financial, whatever it is. And then get a proximity plan in place and do things that are going to fuel that. And, and when you're around it, you want more of it. So keep being around it. So you keep leveling up and do not. See, if we feel insecure, we actually want to be around people that are a little bit less. They're not as good as we are because it makes us feel a little bit better. Get around people that are better than you. Purposely run with people that are faster than you. Lift with people that are stronger than you. Work out and train with people that are better than you. Have discussions with people that are smarter than you. You with me? That's where you want to be because you'll be leveling up. If you're the strongest, fastest, smartest guy in the room, man, you are selling yourself short and missing out on so many great opportunities. Don't do that. And then lean into to things that are genuinely fulfilling and meaningful for life and chase greatness in those things. All right, fellas, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being who you are. Thanks for being the caliber of men. Uh, lean into this stuff. Again. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you like this episode, share it with uh, friends, family, colleagues. Uh, go, and leave, go ahead and leave a rating up to five stars. Connect with me on social media at gregdenning.com or uh, on Instagram or Facebook or on LinkedIn, Greg Denning. And just let's, let's be our best together, fellas. This is, this is what I live for. I love doing this stuff. That's why I created the, the Be The Man Masterclass and Tribe, this unique community of men who talk about a community of proximity. When I'm with these men, these are men who are committed to being their best selves and just crushing it in all the important roles of manhood and having the, the tools and the tactics and the training and the team and the tribe to be our best self. So when you're ready, join us in the Be The Man Masterclass and Tribe. Until then, keep learning, keep growing, keep making it happen. Make this stuff a massive priority and feel that desire to be your absolute very best self. Love you, fellas. Be the man.